0: I live in the glorious American state of Pennsylvania, best state in the country. My ideology is basically just a man on a porch with a shotgun and a keep off the grass sign. I think I would describe myself, yeah, I would probably still describe myself as a an narco-capitalist. Um, like, I'm more anarchy than capitalism, but I subscribe to both, basically. Yeah. I feel like anarchism kind of leads to a lack of restrictions on the free market, so we kind of end up there anyway, but I'm not for things like the government giving corporations power or anything like that. I think we should all be in the same boat. I don't know if my ideology is influenced much by outside people. I would have to go with Murray Rothbard. Um, I know it doesn't sound very intellectual, but Usually what influences me is just seeing the state do things, seeing the government do things it should not do. It's usually the outside world that influences how I see politics. I mean, I actually have not read very much Ayn Rand. You would think I would because um, objectivism and all that, but I only read one of her books and I thought it was all right.
1: What social media platforms do you use? I
0: pretty much stick with Instagram and YouTube for the most part. I occasionally use Reddit, but I like to mock it a lot. It's got a lot of good communities, but also terrible ones, so it's kind of a mixed bag.
1: What results might you get from a political compass test?
0: I actually took one of those a couple of weeks ago, and I got slightly higher up than what you would call an narco-capitalist, but... I consider that to be a small flaw, the test, because I am a, I'm a religious person and the test considers being a religious person to be authoritarian. And I I mean, I am definitely religious, but I don't feel like installing a theocracy or anything like that. I feel like that just make people hate my religion. I was always an Instagrammer. I occasionally checked out Twitter and reddit and such but instagram has always had politogram which felt more involved and active than the rest of social media and i feel like part of the reason why i enjoy instagram the most is because it feels the most anti circle jerk i guess because you know on reddit there are all these subreddits where everyone thinks one way and on politogram you know, you're constantly seeing people butt heads, leftists versus right-wingers, authoritarians versus libertarians, and that, that conflict, uh, I feel, is uh, very entertaining for me. I, I know it sounds like I feel like I, I'm not above it all, of course. I am smack dab in the middle of it, and I enjoy it a lot, and that's part of the reason why I stick to it the most. Back in 2015, actually, I started posting political memes to my personal account which has since been deleted and then i started getting political accounts recommended to me and then i started thinking whoa this is fun i want to do more of this and then i just straight up made a new account with a new name and started posting political memes and then i kind of just found polygram i guess i went from being a conservative like a typical trump 2020 make america great again type conservative to um a minarchist for like a week and then straight up anarcho-capitalist i think me being a conservative was really very simple because you know i live in a small town pa all my family is conservative most of them anyway uh it's not hard to see why i would start off that way it's like i had cognitive dissonance because I was a Republican, and yet I believed in all these things are anti-freedom, but I'm pro-freedom, what do I do? And then I kind of just narrowed it down from there. I think the thing is, most of my family members were interested in conservatism for the conserving part and not the we're the party of freedom part, which the second part was what got me. Because I've always been, an, uh, I've always been a very independent type of person. Um, I know. Back in 2016, I was ba- or 15, I was basically considered a joke account. Um, I mean that in a bad way, like people thought I like laughed at my page, like not in a good way. And I think my reputation has improved quite a bit over the past couple of years. Like speaking of friends, I am. I do feel like sometimes that these people are kind of like friends. I come to enjoy seeing certain accounts comment on my posts, either positively or negatively. Just, ah, uh, they saw it and now they're saying something uh, either dumb or funny or just something. Like there's some people who I enjoy seeing content from even if I don't agree with their views. The uh, leftist, I know he comments somewhat frequently. He's pretty, he's pretty funny sometimes. And this guy does like this gang weed joke, like the Joker. He, he's, still, he's still going with that, still pretty funny. Uh, I enjoy it a lot. I think I joined around 2015 and some of those earlier posts I am not super proud of just because they're not well made or I don't agree with them anymore or just because I spoke with a higher pitched voice. Uh, many things I I am glad I improved upon. Just in general, I know I was one of the first and I had a good time. I just kind of wish I'd done things a little differently. I am fine um, looking back in some of those. Uh, as a matter of fact, recently I watched the famous versus debate on Cons page who i am hoping to debate later this week by the way and i thought i did okay just just okay um i think i made some decent points for what i knew back in 2017 yeah it was uh it was it was something uh and that event was also massive it got i think got something like 10 thousand views and compared to anything else related to polygram that was absolutely massive and i haven't seen anything like that to this day
1: uh can can i ask you though because i'm very i'm very curious about these periods so i mean we're, we're talking about this now there are a ton of memes and jokes and this you know silly to serious uh gradient that the conversation was happening along but shortly after that period i noticed a an arc in the political evolution of a lot of young people who would describe themselves in 2016 or 17 as libertarian or narco-capitalist or what have you, you must have had political allies or friends, and then there was an ideological divide in the libertarian politogram community. And some of those people broke off and they became fascists, they became Nazis. And I'm curious if maybe you could reconstitute what that time was like and when that rift started to occur.
0: So... Yeah, I'm gonna try to recount it as best I can. It's been a couple of years and you know I never really paid too much attention to Polygram because I've always kind of seen Polygram as more or less a joke, a funny joke, sometimes it's insightful, but mostly haven't paid too much attention to like the bigger picture with it. But anyway, um so I would say that this big, massive libertarian shift to fascism, which honestly's kind of boggled me because like I know people say it's a pipeline. I don't get it because fascism doesn't address libertarianism's concerns with the state because it is everything libertarianism hates. So I never really got that. Um I feel like it was probably the might have been a pinochet memes, might have been uh people hating communists and wanting to get rid of them by any means necessary. But yes, that was um I think that happened around the time Trump got elected. And what exactly caused that is pretty uh i'm not sure i think it might have been people being nostalgic for the past or something maybe people growing up and thinking that the people in the past had it easier and they want that um that's probably my biggest guess keep in mind like back then most people on politogram were and still are teenagers and they were looking at these things be they pictures songs whatever from a long time ago and thinking everyone looks so happy and simpler there uh i want that and it's romanticism it's not it wasn't actually that happy it was pretty miserable but i feel like maybe the leap to fascism and traditionalism and all of that was all people want things to be better um they were desperate i guess um there there's so many factors, it's honestly hard to guess why that happened. Maybe people when they're younger, like they see some black guy doing something scary and think, wow, all black people are like that, and then they become authoritarian. But in Pennsylvania, we I never had any issues with people. There's plenty of minorities and we've never had any issues with that. Like maybe a fascist maybe fascists had like some kind of traumatic childhood event or something that shaped their brain. Um, I don't know. I have always been pro-freedom pretty much my entire life. I never knew how to properly express it. Um, I think about Polygram, I'd probably still be a Republican who thinks that he's pro-freedom. I know, I'm sorry, I'm not giving like a super concise answer to this, but it is very complicated, and it's not clear why so many libertarians jumped ship. Maybe it was because people got older, um, 4chan memes became more popular, and 4chan is (laughs) both... Very, very bad and very, very funny. There's like this. Ooh, I'm doing the naughty thing. I'm so edgy, aren't I? Funny kind of moments, like a little kid watching South Park. Yeah. Overall, it's it's a mess. I don't really know how it happened.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of reasons that combine to produce that effect. There's, I mean, for me, I can break it down into generally two categories, which is one that people properly recognized certain things about American life that are the result of market failures, like why education is so expensive and housing and things like that. And so they couldn't really find appropriate market solutions for it to their to their liking. And the other answer is that a lot of people who were camped out in these libertarian communities were using that rhetoric to disguise underlying reactionary politics that were implicit, but then became explicit in the wake of Trump. So there's different factors for different people. But um, I, I was just kind of curious to hear your side of it, because uh, it was, I've written about it before, but it's a pretty remarkable transformation, you know, for people who are maybe not familiar with your content and your ideas, and to the extent that I am, um, you have really never varied in your beliefs. And and I really respected that about your account, that you stuck to what you believed in when so many other people descended into this rabbit hole or this pipeline or whatever, you stayed true to your beliefs. And you really do, I think, believe in maximizing human freedom through markets and things like that. And um, there was no underlying disingenuous agenda you you truly believed in anarcho-capitalism and that was uh was something very unique now in the landscape especially where there's so many of these you know nationalist uh, accounts that oh, were yes. libertarian in the um, past
0: i got to know in 2017 when this was happening i was thinking wait what the hell are people doing why are you doing this um like that, that is one of my theories by the way that a lot of these people were just right-wingers trying to express themselves and in 2016 since you know how in American politics Obama's the left Trump is the right all the right-wingers kind of went anti-authoritarian for at least a little bit to try to make it act like they were against the establishment and uh once that was no longer necessary they all kind of just went nationalist again but that's one of my theories.
1: Do you spend any time on YouTube, and what content producers do you like?
0: Well, I do spend some time on YouTube, but honestly, I don't watch very many political videos at all. I spend a lot of my time watching either comedy skits or gaming-related videos. Um, you ever heard of this guy named Mumkey Jones? Great guy, love his stuff. Uh, I, I enjoy uh, like edgy comedy like that. I actually do not watch very many political videos. Just because they feel like essays dragged out into a 20 or 30 minute format and I just kind of lose interest because I rarely feel like I'm presented with something I do not already know. Um, Even though I make political videos myself, of course, I know the irony isn't lost, but I try to make them entertaining or funny at least. I am not a big podcast guy. I usually just say them on my phone for plane rides and that's basically all I get out of them most of the time. I have seen some of Joe Rogan's content. The uh bit where he talks about seeing a gorilla if they didn't exist it makes me crack up.
1: But <laughs> do you participate on Discord at all?
0: Yeah, I do. But again, it's mostly for gaming or memes or comedy. Uh not a lot of politics there. If you go on like a video game server, and say, hey man, I'm right wing or I'm left wing or I'm yada yada yada. You're gonna alienate a lot of people. If you talk about politics, you're guaranteed to alienate like at least 50% of people immediately. Um, honestly, my favorite video game series are probably, uh, I know it's gonna sound dumb, but I fucking love the Pokemon games, man. They're like crack. Uh, I, I love the gameplay and the worlds and the stuff like that. I don't know, I don't play a ton of series um anyway video games just something i do occasionally but the videos are i think the thing about the videos is that they're great background noise for when i'm working on something important
1: before we get off the topic of media consumption can i ask you how you got introduced to uh the work of Murray Rothbard
0: i kind of started seeing libertarian memes and then i saw the jolly old man who looks like the protagonist of up and some of his <laughs> quotes and then i got kind of interested if not for online, I probably won't even know he exists, because it's not like I go into Barnes and Noble, and he's the first book on the shelf or anything. So
1: the, the rest of your life online, are you interested in blockchain? Do you get into Bitcoin or crypto at all?
0: I'm not super interested in Bitcoin. I know I should be because you know, I'm against the Fed and all that. But I haven't found the time to learn how to mine it or blockchain or anything like that. I feel like an idiot every time I try to figure out how it works. Honestly, in 2016, I had a much more favorable view of Trump, so I supported him. Looking back, that was a mistake. He appealed to my sense of he's anti-establishment, he's going to wreck the system, he's gonna drain the swamp and all of that, and I, I hate to admit it, but I totally bought into that. And looking at how his four years have been so incredibly pathetic for anyone really, um, yeah, it's really hurt It's really hurt my view of him a lot. I guess I would rather, if I had to pick between Trump or Biden, I guess I would go with Trump because of harm reduction. If I had the queue to I guess I would go with Trump but I really would like to not.